You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am AJ Black. Thank you all for listening today. On today's show, we are going to dive into the mailbag again. There's a few questions I didn't get to last time, and I want to make sure I give those questions their due. We're going to hit up the news. And finally, we're going to jump in and look at an item that popped up uh, earlier this week that I want to talk about specifically on this radio show, and that is the ACC's relationship with Notre Dame. Now, as Boston College fans, you know, that has a big impact on BC. So we're going to have a whole segment where I'm just going to talk about BC's uh, relationship with Notre Dame and why um, I thought last year was a big missed opportunity for the conference. But before we do, let's check out the news. In news uh, today, I know we are still all reeling from Luka Kraljevic entering the transfer portal. I kid, I kid. Um, But Jaleel Berry also entered the draft portal. Uh, He is a defensive tackle for the Boston College football team. He played in six games over his time at Chestnut Hill. Didn't play at all in 2020. And, you know, just a kid from Syracuse, New York. He was a late uh, commitment to Boston College in 2017 under Steve Adazio. Not really someone I projected much to do much for this team this year. So this is actually just great because now Boston College gets another scholarship to play with and there's plenty of defensive tackles out there. I saw them linked, by the way, and you get this little special scoop. This is not on the paywall. Tony Fair is a name I've heard Boston College linked to. He is a defensive tackle. He's 330 pounds. I'm just interested to get him in here for that. Uh, But he was from UAB. He was one of their starting defensive tackles, and I saw him linked on Rivals as someone who Boston College has been interested in. Not sure how deep that interest goes. You know, you hear stuff on different sites, and sometimes there's, there's meat to it, sometimes there's not, but... With a defensive tackle leaving, I still think if there's an open scholarship, it's going to be a defensive tackle or um, possibly a tight end that they might look for. But again, I'm not sure they will even do that. But uh, good luck to Jaleel. I'm not sure where he's going to end up. Um, That leaves a lot of kids still left in the portal. If you've been following along on my site, bcbulletin.com, you've seen me posting on all the kids that are entering the portal. And there's still some head scratchers, I think, uh, from Boston College that have not made a decision yet or have not found a home. Obviously, the biggest one is still David Bailey. You know, two years ago, he was the heir apparent to A.J. Dillon. He struggled last year and has not found a new home yet. Um, I figured, you know, I've said this before, I thought Colorado State would be the perfect fit with Steve Adazio. I don't know what their relationship was like behind the scenes. Maybe it wasn't as good as I thought. Uh, but there's other programs that like having big physical backs uh, that would do best to get a kid like him. So he has not found a home yet. Another name that has not found a home is Sam Johnson, uh, quarterback. He was a four, three- to four-star recruit, depending on what uh, service you used. He was out of Detroit. Uh, he com- uh, he entered the portal very early and has not found home. Another head scratcher, um, especially because it sounded like last year he was starting to find his own, and it, it seemed like to me like, you know, maybe he'd be a backup at a Power Five school, but he'd be perfect for a MAC program. Like, go get him. <laughs> you could get a kid that can throw the ball and move. Uh, but Sam Johnson hasn't found a spot, and Corey Smith. Now. 
I've I've heard a lot about Corey Smith's size, and he doesn't fit the prototypical linebacker size that most teams are looking for. He's more of a thumper. He's huge. He's big. I think he's over 250 pounds. Um, but he was a four-star. He was one of the biggest recruits, I think, in 2020 for Boston College out of New Jersey. Still has not found a home yet. Um, so those three, I think, have been the biggest surprises. You've got other kids uh, also on that roster that are in the portal, too, but they haven't found spots, and I, I get that because some of them, like you know, Jaleel Berry, it might be harder for him to find a spot because um, he hasn't done a whole lot during his career at BC. But obviously, you want to wish him well. So, I saw a two four seven Sports reporting that Gianni Thompson um, has a higher rating now um, as the year ends and he gets ready to end at BC. He's supposedly going to be a forward, looking more like a power forward at this point. But a combination of of Thompson and um, and Demar Langford should give Boston College two really good forwards moving forward. You know, but Grant's going to have to work. Earl Grant's going to have to work on uh, building them up. You know, developing them. And uh, but that's good. And he did. I don't think he got a four four star. But I I really think if you're going to look at blueprints of where Boston College needs to continue building upon. Those forwards are are a good building block to start. And finally, baseball. They were supposed to play Bryant today, but if you've been up in New England, it feels like it's been raining for the last three months. Um, And it's raining again, so the game was canceled. So honestly, at this point, it doesn't matter. They lost to UMass yesterday. Um, This team, the season's almost over. So uh, that was that. And that's it for our news. And again, I am the ho- I am a editor of bcbulletin.com. That's my site. I've been writing for it for th- almost three years, now, uh, two years now. I'm hitting on my two year anniversary in about a month. Um, and I want to hopefully you guys check that out. And as I said, we have a premium service. It, it's super easy. So you spend one dollar for the first month. It's five dollars a month after that. You could just spend sixty bucks and be all set for the year. You get all the Sports Illustrated, and believe me, the Sports Illustrated. Um, the, the articles that they're putting are so much better than they have been in the past year. They're really they're really amping it up. So if you want to get access to that, get you you would get that with the subscription. You're going to get all my recruiting news, all my recruiting tidbits. Um, we're going to have a message board. Hopefully, I was told in the next couple weeks, we're going to have comment section, all this exclusive information. Also, SI All American. So if you you know if you're on like two four seven arrivals, they have their guys. We have John Garcia. We have Brian Smith. We have some really good up and comers in the recruiting world that are giving us more of a national perspective. But they also see um, BC kids too because you know John had an exclusive interview that I gave out earlier this year with Nito Akpala, who's coming to Boston College soon. So if you have not done so already, please consider doing a premium subscription on BC Bulletin. It'll be worth it for you. And today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Rock Auto. Check out their website and you'll find out that you'd be saving 30, 40, 50% off what you'd be spending at any other store. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business and serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. You head on over, they're going to give you hundreds of manufacturers for your car from brake control modules to brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. You name it, rockauto.com has it. Best of all, the prices are low for everyone. So head on over to break, uh, rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rock Auto. 
AJBlack.com. AJ Black, Locked On Boston College. Thank you all for listening. We've had a record-breaking week. Um, there's been so many new listeners that I have not. I've seen it popping up on my uh, my feeds, and I appreciate all of you. I hope you enjoy this podcast. We're doing this every day, um, and it's going to be something really special that uh, hopefully you're enjoying on your commutes or if you're doing you know chores around the house. This can be something that you can listen to and get some information from. So. Here is time for AJ's rants. I haven't had a good rant in a while, and um, I don't know if the timing of it is right. Now, if you remember earlier last week, I had tweeted on Locked On BC on Twitter that I am actually going to be a guest host um, once a week on Locked On ACC with Candace Cooper. So, you know, we're going to have a conference wide um, podcast that's going to deal everything ACC. So each of the ACC hosts, and we, we only have five of us right now on the network, um, we'll take a day to co-host with Candace. So we have a guy from Duke, a guy from NC State, a guy, the couple of kids from Syracuse, and me. And um, we're going to talk all about all the big topics. And one of the topics I floated to Candace when we first decided to do this was like, I, I, I want a chance to rant about Notre Dame. And unfortunately, on their first show, I heard the Duke guy going into it. So I'm going to talk to her about some other things. But I want to give my chance to give you my two cents. So on Friday, you'll be able to hear my my first episode on Locked On ACC with Candace Cooper. Um, and I'll put a, push it out to um, the Twitter feed so you can find that easily. And I hope you hit subscribe on that as well. So here's my rant. I want to talk about Notre Dame and what a wasted opportunity 2020 was uh, for the ACC conference because you had Notre Dame on the ropes. They needed a schedule. And what did the ACC do? They gave them an, a schedule for the entire year in football. Obviously, you know the Notre Dame is in for all sports but football. And then they can do whatever the F they want for football. And they did that. And then afterwards, they were like, here, go have fun. Here's some money and goodbye. Go back to doing whatever you want. This was so short-sighted. I, I look back at it now, and it just irritates me because we just gave Notre Dame a, a life vest, a life raft. And the worst part is we gave them you know, a, a, a roadmap to the, to the playoffs, which they did, and they got crushed. And then afterwards, we're still licking their boots. On the ACC network just this week was a path to the playoffs documentary on Notre Dame. Notre Dame is not part of ACC football now. Why they're showing ACC football, Notre Dame, on a show on the ACC network is beyond me. They, you know, right now they should be, they're, they're, they're dead to us. They're not part of our conference and in football. They should be ignored as such. They're independent. They they have you know picked that. They can have all the money and accolades they got from last year. But from now on, I don't want to see the ACC acknowledge any of that. The Notre Dame is gone. Let them go. Let them do their own thing. You know, I I am still frustrated that B, the ACC did not get used. What 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 would have been a perfect opportunity to get Notre Dame to buy in. And I don't know how you do that, but that would have been on, you know, the commissioner, John Swafford, to figure it out. Like, do you risk Notre Dame going to the SEC for a year to do this? Sure. Does it really matter? I mean, you lose in the end. The one thing you would lose, okay, you lost probably like one or two good games. You lost Clemson and Notre Dame, obviously one of the games of the year. But other than that, you you really don't lose all that much. Boston College and Notre Dame was fine. It, was, it had good ratings. I, I give them that. But... You, if you let them just leave, 
call their bluff. Let them go figure it out. Will the SEC sign them up? Who knows? Will the Pac-12, Big Ten? We don't know that. So the ACC just basically threw them a life vest and said, here, come on, Notre Dame. We're going to save you because you need help. And then Notre Dame's like, cool. We'll, we'll come in and we'll play. And then we're just going to, you know, we're going to kick dirt in your face and walk, and laugh on the way out. The ACC, I, you know, they need to figure out a way to get themselves up to the level of the SEC. And as much as I hate to say it, getting Notre Dame in as a conference member and as a regular rival, you know, you put Notre Dame in one uh, division and you put Clemson in the other, you immediately have what you have in the SEC with like Alabama, Georgia, Auburn. You have two powerhouses that can get two teams in the playoffs. And that's what the ACC should be shooting for. You want to get multiple playoff members. Instead, Notre Dame is out the door again, and we're back to square one with the ACC. You have this year where you, you're hoping that UNC can get there. You're hoping that another team, and and you know I know you guys are all listening. You're hoping it's Boston College, well, you know maybe a Boston College, something like that will will rise to the top. But these schools right now, they're not at the level of what the SEC has, right? If you're gonna have okay, so. You look at the top, how top-heavy a conference is, right? So the ACC, you have Clemson, and then like a humongous gap, and then you have UNC, and then a bigger gap, and then like everyone else. The SEC, you obviously you have Alabama, who's like a world above everyone else, but you still have top-end talent with like Georgia, Florida, Auburn, Texas A&M. Uh, you have those top-tier schools. Be- the ACC needs a team like Notre Dame in there. Because you need to get that that feeling of like, you know, this is a tough conference. Every game is tough. So to get them in there would have been big. But, of course, the ACC just let them go and we're back to square one again. So the Notre Dame will continue to, you know, play their three or four ACC games every, every year and, you know, kind of act like they're part of us, but not really. And that's it. But... I really think Boston, I mean, ACC really needs to figure out how to get them in. And last year was a golden opportunity that they blew. All right. In a moment, we're going to talk about the mailbag. And I got some fun questions, including one from Baldwin, the anonymous eagle, who always seems to have a great one. And we'll talk about that in just a moment. But if you're watching a sport, check out Bet Online, the easiest and fastest way to bet on all your sports action. This week has tons of action between the NBA, Major League Baseball, and everything in between. Get all the news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including sports scores, UFC, and MMA action, and everything that you want. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. When you sign up for that first time, you can add a welcome bonus to your first deposit when you use Locked On, your promo code. Again, a 50% welcome bonus. That's great. You put in $100, they're going to give you $50. That's a win right there. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black, I have a special announcement for tomorrow. One of the biggest topics you guys always want to talk about is recruiting. I'm going to dedicate tomorrow's show to recruiting. So you're going to get all the football news, updates, insider information that I have. Um, I'm going to give you it all. Um, Unfortunately, some of it may be, I might have to, couch some of it because some of you have already bought your premium membership at BC Bulletin and I don't want to give away information that they have but I have some good free stuff that um, everyone's going to want to hear so check that out 
Now, let's rip open that mailbag again. Last week, you guys asked a bunch of questions, and there were some that I didn't get to because some of you had some really good ones that took some time. But I want to make sure that I clear out. I'm clearing out my computer. That's what Howard Stern used to always say. I'm clearing out my computer. I have a bunch of questions that I want to make sure that I answer because you guys spent the time to ask them to me, and they're good ones. Baldwin, the anonymous eagle, he wants to know, here we go, give me your starting five basketball roster using just ACC mascots. Biggest position of concern for the football team next fall. All right, let me get to the ACC mascots because honestly, this one was making me think. And um, so you have to include Notre Dame in this, and I'm not picking them because I don't want a leprechaun as a mascot. Some other ones that I don't think would work, the orange, don't think that's a, a good one. Um I also don't think the seagull, I'm not a big fan of that one. So my five, here's my five. I'm going to pick Baldwin. And Baldwin asked this question, so I'm putting him in there. He just, you know, especially with the muscle shirts he's been wearing lately, or the muscle costumes he's been wearing lately, put, give me Baldwin. I'm like, I want him out there. I want the Duke Blue Devil, and I know I hate Duke, but that I, th- I feel like that would be a good basketball player. He's been around the team. He's been, he's been around some good players. So give me the Duke Blue Devil. Give me the Wake Forest Demon Deacon. Now, it's an old man. I get that. But maybe he's got, like, the psychological factor that could outwit the, the opponent, right? Like, he's creepy. He looks weird. And so give me that Wake Forest um, Demon Deacon because I, I want to, like, get in the opponent's head. And I feel like he would be just, like, a complete mind meld right there with, with, with opponents. So that. And then, you know what? Throw the Clemson Tiger next to him, too, because, you know, he looks out of his mind high. And I, I, I would go with the Clemson Tiger. So you got two crazy guys. you got two good basketball players. Now you need a big or at least someone who could muscle out some rebounds. So who would I pick with my fifth? Not going to pick the Rooster from um, Virginia Tech. I don't like the Cavalier from UVA. It kind of goes between, for me, the Pitt Panther and the UNC Ram. Who looks like a bigger threat? And I'm going to go with the UNC Ram. Again, just kind of like the Duke one. I, I he, he looks like he could muscle out some rebounds. So there's my five. So we got... Clemson, Boston College, Duke, UNC, and uh, Wake Forest. There's my my five. Thank you, Baldwin. And I'm sure many of you are going, why are you answering this, AJ? Hey, it's it's the middle of May. Baseball teams and lacrosse are the only teams playing. We need to get into some fun stuff here. So <laughs> that's my question for that. And then my biggest – what is the biggest position of concern for the football team next fall? Now, that's a great question. And I'm going to say – I'm st- – oh, I don't know. I had a few, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the defensive line, and I, I'm still concerned. I know Jeff Halfley has said that you know he said that's after the spring that the you know they put on weight, they muscled up, they're still explosive. I I just still can't wrap my head around the the explosiveness of that group. I I don't see it, and I need to see it before I can say okay that that's been fixed because that group you know Marcus Valdez has been there for years, Brandon Barlow has been there for years. They're nice complimentary players, but they, you know, they get gobbled up in um, against faster quarterbacks. They're not the most elite when it comes to rushing the passer. Um, so I, I still think I'm worried about that defensive line and and the play of that. And then, you know, if you want to say that is a position, or if I can cop out and say there's just rushing and playing against mobile quarterbacks again, that's a that's one that I just cannot get my head wrapped around that they fix that that fast. 
Um, so I get to see both of those. Those are my my answers to your questions, Baldwin. And um, I am going to throw another mailbag up. I'm thinking maybe we'll do a mailbag early next week. So check it out. It's a Google form. It's an easy way for you, you know, if you want to stay anonymous. All you have to do is put your first name and where you're from, ask your question, and we'll feature that on the site. And we have one more question from Pat in Tampa. He wanted to know, is it me or is the Adidas deal a bit of a head scratcher? I think we would have been better off having all our sports exclusively under New Balance, football included. Um, I don't agree with that, Pat, because um, New Balance doesn't do football. Uh, they have no um, marketing ability in terms of what they have in turn, you know, with with recruits. And I know some people think, you know, with recruiting, the branding isn't as big as it is in basketball, but it's still there. And I think. Um, you know, you want to be able to get a um, apparel deal that really puts you in line with some of the bigger programs. And if you stuck with New Balance, I'd have to say you, for for football that would not do that. You'd be you'd be kind of an outlier. And I don't want to say you'd be behind because I still am excited to see what New Balance can do for basketball. But when you're battling against Adidas schools and Nike schools, you know. It could be kind of it could be off putting to recruits. So I, I I like it. I think it gets you more money. It gets you a top top ranked apparel group, and you know it gets you in with a bunch of other schools. Like as I said, with like Texas A and M and Indiana and Louisville and uh, a whole bunch of other schools that are associated with Adidas. So we'll have to see. And I, you know I'm really excited to see what the uniforms are going to look like. What are they going to do? How are they going to adjust it? Um, you know, there's been a whole bunch of Different uniform combinations over the past. I thought Under Armour, for all uh, you know, sense and purposes, did a nice job last year. Uh, but you know, we've had those stained glass things, which I thought were ugly, and they had a whole bunch of other things um, that either worked or really didn't work. So um, I think it's a I think it's a good deal for Boston College, and it maybe is a little overblown. Uh, maybe the recruiting piece isn't as big as I made it out to be, but I still think it's big. Well, thank you all for your questions today. Uh, if you have not done so already, check out Locked On Today. It's our daily podcast hosted by Peter Bukowski, who is one of our great hosts. He does a 20-minute podcast every day that gets into all the nitty-gritty of sports with all our local experts. So if you want to check that out, it's called Locked On Today. I really recommend it. Uh, check that out. Check out my work at bcbulletin.com, and you can find me on Twitter at AJBlack underscore BC. And I'm on all the socials for Facebook and Instagram under Boston College SI. Take care, everyone, and we'll see you all again. Have a happy Thursday, everyone. Bye.